Yes people, how are you all doing? I hope you're all doing really well. Welcome back to Process, a podcast with myself, Brendan Pearson. So today is going to be the Gyms Reopening 2.0 podcast. Now I didn't think that I would be doing another podcast like this. Obviously after the first lockdown we thought, you know what, Gyms are open now, this is going to be it. But no, we are going through this whole process again. So I thought I'd just recap on a few of the things that maybe I feel a lot of people may not think about and maybe need to hear in terms of the gyms reopening and how to go about their training, how to go about approaching the gyms. And obviously there might be some limitations that you might face. Some gyms that maybe you go to might be stricter than others. There might be certain rules and regulations and stuff which maybe don't allow you to train the way that you used to train or the way that you maybe want to train. So I thought I'd just cut through that and also talk about the importance of training exercise for not just your physical health but also your mental and how I feel it's helped me massively during this last lockdown and obviously now when the gyms are reopening so firstly touching up on the gyms reopening great news 12th of April it's finally happening we can get ourselves into the gym so first question I always ask everybody I think I mentioned it in the first podcast that I've done on the gyms reopening is what sort of plan are you doing? Do you have a plan in place? What are you going into the gym? What intent do you have with your training? If you don't have a plan or don't have any goal, any intent with anything, and you're just going in for the sake of it, then you're probably not going to get the results that you want. If you want to lose body fat, do you have a training plan that's going to help with that? Is it going to help build muscle, help with burning calories, losing body fat? If you want to build strength, do you have a plan that works off percentages of your one rep max, progresses over a period of time? Or do you just want to be healthy? Do you have a program that's going to cover all areas? A lot of people, the stereotypical thing is to go into the gym, chest day on Monday, back day on Tuesday, maybe legs on Wednesday, shoulders Thursday, and then arms on Friday, something like that. That's so, I don't know how to, what the best way to describe it is, but it's very old fashioned in terms of the old mentality. That's your kind of bodybuilding routine. There's so many more beneficial ways to do it. The, the research and the science is out there now that this is not the most optimal way to train. If you enjoy that style of training, perfect. You can optimize it in a certain way. However, if you are still going in with that, that kind of old school mentality and maybe you don't have a plan at all, maybe it's something that you need to think about. So I mentioned it a lot of times. Again, it's not a sales pitch at all, but investing in a good coach, maybe a personal trainer will definitely benefit you, not just in terms of, getting the technique right in terms of exercise, but also investing and in learning about the knowledge of exercise and training. So maybe that is something that you might want to think about. The last thing you want to do is go into the gym. Within a few weeks, maybe your technique's off, you might get injured, you might not end up progressing. And that initial motivation, which everyone will probably have to go into the gym for the first one or two weeks, that soon will fade. And if you're not seeing any form of results after those one to two weeks, that's when you start to to maybe fall out a pattern and maybe think, you know what, this is pointless. And you'll go back into your own habits. So do not rely on that. Initial motivation to see you through for the first few weeks. You need something that is going to get you the results, which long term is going to make you want to stay in the gym and be consistent with things. So let's strip it all the way back down to the basics in terms of what I think majority of people, just a general person should do when the gyms first reopen. Maybe they've done a few Zoom classes, some HIIT classes, um, some whatever it is, home workouts, a lot of bodyweight stuff, maybe with five, 10 kilogram dumbbells. What I think you should basically do for the first week is build yourself back up to your heavy lifting. Focus on your main compound lifts, probably focus on full body movements. It would be smart 
to maybe only train three days with your heavy lifting for the first week. So maybe a Monday, a Wednesday, a Friday. Just the one, you can give your body a little bit more time to recover and get used to the heavier lifting because you will not be used to it. If you're used to doing burpees, push-ups, bodyweight squats, like I said, maybe with a five or 10 kilogram dumbbell, if you're going straight in and trying to lift the weights that you were doing before lockdown when maybe you had a good routine, you're going to maybe injure yourself, you're going to be really sore and you're not going to be able to progress from there. So you probably won't be able to lift it. Realistically, you will not be, be able to lift it. So starting off nice and steady, focus on technique. I'm a big believer in terms of especially the compound lifts, form overload. So if your form is completely off, yet you could lift a heavier weight, stick to a lighter weight until you can master that technique. So if on a squat, you may be starting to round your lower back, your knees are caving in, you can't drive your knees over your toes, push your knees out to the side, you can't stay upright, drop the load, maybe even regress the exercise. I've done a great YouTube video all about squats and technique and progressions and regressions. Maybe going from a back squat and maybe dropping to a goblet squat just to master the technique would be smart to start with. Or maybe even do things like split squats, um, maybe even practice it, practice the, the range of motion on a hack squat, something like that. Just, just to build the strength to start with while working on your technique. So you don't always have to go in and do all the big lifts. Start with the basics, progress. Once you get that technique bang on, then you can start progressing the load. And in terms of a bodybuilding context of things, it's probably going to take you maybe four, five, six weeks to actually master the technique before you can really get that mind-muscle connection if bodybuilding and muscle building is your goal. So don't get frustrated with things. Take it nice and easy. Think about it. It's a, it's a slow process. You don't have to go and kill yourself the first week and then again, maybe get injured. Just just take it nice and easy. Build it up across a, a period of four weeks maybe and then you can start to really push the intensity and look into doing maybe four, five, six day a week training program. So start nice and easy. Give yourself plenty of recovery. Make sure you're warming up. Again, I'm a big believer in the mobility. Make sure you're getting a proper warm up in maybe a five minute gentle cross trainer, bike, row, ski, whatever your gym has, a little bit of CV just to get yourself going. Do some mobility exercises like the great stretch, inchworms, um, maybe some squat walkouts, anything like that just to get your body moving, loosening off the hips, the thoracic spine, loosen off the hamstrings. And you might even need to do a little bit of foam rolling if just to make sure if you've had any muscle injuries, make sure you are warming and priming your body for the heavy lifting do not neglect it because i guarantee it there'll be a few people here listening to maybe maybe listening to this podcast or going into the gym anyway who will go in won't warm up properly and will get injured whether it be a muscle injury a joint injury maybe they might hurt the backs but have a, have a back spasm or something there will be people that that does happen to hurt the shoulder all that sort of stuff so make sure you are warming up doing your mobility like i said priming yourself for the exercise so some gyms might also have certain limitations in place. For example, a few of my online clients, I know that their gym limits you to which area of the gym you can use. You can only use one bit of kit at a time. You can't take dumbbells from one area over to another area, for example. I set one of my clients a EMOM, a bit of conditioner. I can't remember what it was exactly, but it involved a dumbbell and a row machine. It might have been some dumbbell snatches or goblet squats or something with a rower. They weren't allowed to do that in their gym. They had to stick to their set area. So you might have to just stick to basics. You might have to strip it all the way back and stick to one exercise. 
do three or four sets and then move on to the next one rather than supersetting. So again, you might have to just adapt and think of different things that you could do with your training rather than going back to the old school stuff. It might even just be, if you want to do a bit of conditioning, you might have to just stick to that, that row machine, that bike, or maybe just do some bodyweight squats or something to the side of it. Um, it's just going to be for the short term. Obviously, once the regulations and stuff relax a little bit, we might have a little bit more freedom to do what we want. It's just got to, you just got to bear with it for the time being. Just be grateful that obviously we do have the gyms. We can lift some heavier weights now. We can start progressing our strength. That's a thing that a lot of people I think should really focus on is the strength and the muscle building side of things because the last few months, it's probably been a lot of hit stuff, a lot of cardios, a lot of uh, cardio sessions, a lot of running maybe. You might have been fortunate enough to, to have some dumbbells or a barbell, but you probably weren't have, weren't lifting anywhere close to muscular failure with stuff. So maybe that is something that you want to focus on. Drop the cardio down, kind of prioritize the muscle building to start with, and then down the line, if that's your goals change, you can go back to the cardio. So that's something I think we need to all think about, the limitations we might face. Obviously as well, there's going to be the limitation in terms of no indoor classes. So we're going to have to still adapt to outdoor classes for the time being. Um, it's, just, it's just something that we're going to have to bear with. So again, be grateful for what we have. We have the gyms opening. We can lift some heavier weights. We can kind of socialize a little bit more now with people, which I think people have obviously missed, which is a big mental health side of the gym. Which brings me nicely onto the second part of the podcast where I want to touch on how training can massively help your mental health. So you might be someone listening to this podcast or if you know someone who does suffer with mental health, they training can massively, massively help them. It helped me massively during lockdown. It's helped a lot of my clients, even just the one-to-one outdoor sessions, the Zoom sessions, just staying in touch with them. Training has helped so much with the routine with keeping them mentally sane and also obviously there's the positive side of the endorphin release after training knowing that you've done something tough and that you're doing something good for your body and you feel so much better for it so how training has helped me personally it i have used it as such a momentum builder for the day i've talked about starting the day right building momentum in a million videos and podcasts before but for me i've been training first thing in the morning and there might be days where i wake up i say i say it all the time i wake up some days and i do not that, not on, you know, get that kind of feeling of depression, but it, it, it do, I do feel really down sometimes when I wake up and I'm like, what's the point in me doing this? Maybe I've been working hard on stuff and th- I don't feel like things are getting anywhere. Maybe a, a client's cancelled and I'm like, oh, there's there's another client I've lost sort of thing. There might be something that I just, just, just got me down the night before. I might just wake up in a bad mood. Starting the day with some form of exercise, whether it be 20 minutes mobility, whether it be a half an hour walk or whatever it be a 45 to 60 minute session in the gym whatever it is it has started my day off so well and it has changed my mindset massively so no matter how bad I felt if I got up and went in the gym got a good session got a sweat on I would feel so much better for example this morning I didn't feel great at all but I got up I did my usual routine which I've talked about before in podcasts and YouTube videos is my cold shower my morning journal obviously making sure I'm hydrated I do my morning mobility, which is about 10, 15 minutes. And then I go and do, I did a 60 minute, just a a conditioning bike session this morning. I felt so much better after doing that. And it's just kickstarted my day massively. Now, you might be someone who listening and thinks, oh, like, how do you do that? Like, how do you get yourself and put yourself through that? Trust me, it's just routine and it becomes a habit. Once you force yourself to do something like that once, maybe just start off with the training session, Never mind the cold shower and the diary and the mobility. Focus on, right, I'm just going to get myself 
out for a run, get myself to the gym, I'm just going to turn up and I'm just going to expect, I don't, it doesn't matter what I do, as long as I turn up somewhere and do something, it might be a shitty 10 minute cross trainer, it might be a really good 30, 40 minute workout, but if I just turn, turn up and get myself in the right environment, whether it be, I don't know, it, well now the gyms are open, whether it be just turning up at your gym, just forcing yourself to do something, that is a start. And then from there you can build. Then you can start saying, right, I'm going to do 15 minutes on the cross trainer. Right, I'm going to do 20 minutes. Right, I'm going to try and hit some weights. Now I might try and implement um, some mobility beforehand. I might try having a cold shower. And these things do just add up. So I can't stress the importance of starting the day right and how important training can be to kickstart your day and use it as a momentum builder. So yeah, like I said, if you are someone who does struggle with their mental health, training will make you feel a little bit better. If you go and exercise, you might only feel 1% or 2% better, but those 1% or 2% will massively help you. And it might be that 1% or 2% each week that builds up to 4 or 5% and just keeps on increasing. If you keep consistency with your training and stuff, you'll start to feel and so much better and see results and that will massively help you. Obviously, I'm not saying that it's going to be the 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 be all or end all. Like you need to train to have good mental health. Like I know some people who don't exercise that often and are still happy. However, I know for myself, if I didn't have training, if I didn't have the gym, if I didn't push myself mentally in that sort of in, in that sort of state of training, I, I honestly I don't know where I would be with things. I don't know where I would be with my business or anything else. It's been a savior for me. And I'm someone who likes to, with my training, I noticed that my training has changed recently. I almost like to put myself through through some form of suffering when I train. My workouts have went more away from the bodybuilding side of things into more conditioning things that are a little bit longer, a little bit more of a mental challenge. Yes, they're very physically challenging, but there's a difference between doing a few sets of three sets of 10 on bench press, shoulder press, all that sort of stuff in doing a 40, 45 minute, 60 minute EMOM, AMRAP, whatever it is, something that's really physically challenging. Now, if you are someone who has struggled with mental health, maybe some form of suffering in your training might just clear your mind. I guarantee you, when you are in a really tough training session, you will not be thinking about your worries or anything like that at home. You will be focusing on surviving and pushing yourself through this. It's a constant mental, mental battle when you're doing a really long, tough workout, thinking like, Go on, stop now. A day to stop. A day to stop. No, no, go five minutes longer. No, go six minutes longer. Keep on pushing yourself. Like there's little mental battles, and when you win those mental battles within your training, you will start to see that those mental battles will transfer over into your life, and you will start battling things in your own life that previously you weren't doing. So, if if you are like me, or maybe you're someone who does have some sort of mental mental health issues, like I said. These, this isn't training isn't going to fix everything there's some people who are really seriously in have some serious mental health issues yes I do completely understand that and training will not fix them however I do believe with a lot of people training can help some of these things like I said it's not going to be the guaranteed fix but it will help almost not mask any sort of the issues but it will help kind of combat them and it could be this little bit of time for you to escape from them use training as a, as a mechanism to help you and it's been a massive help for me obviously there's people who are suffering through a lot worse things now but I've seen it with a few of my clients who do suffer with mental health issues how important and how well training has helped them when they've when they've been consistent with the training when they've been coming to the sessions and, and, and not missing them maybe two or three times a week 
their mental health in other parts of their life start to benefit. They come into the sessions, they're a lot happier. They come and talk to me about, oh, my diet's been on point. I tried this recipe. I tried doing that. Oh, Brendan, I went for went for a five-mile walk yesterday and I've never really done that in a few months. Like Little things like that, they start to feel more positive in themselves. So again, you're probably sick of me saying it, but I cannot stress the importance of exercise. Not I'm, I'm not talking about training, lifting heavy weights, that. It could just it could be just the most general, simple thing like going for a walk, but whatever it is, start off simple, progress it, and trust me, you'll find what works best for you because not everybody wants to train the same way. Um, but yeah, I have probably been blabbering on again, but just wanted to talk a little bit about, obviously, gyms reopening, a few things that people might need help with, and then obviously the mental health side of the gym. It is a massive, massive thing that I want to push as much as possible for people who do suffer with mental health, who maybe suffered during lockdown, lost the structure in their life, maybe are struggling with motivation, not just in terms of training, but in terms of other aspects of your life. Training, pushing yourself, doing a tough workout, getting that endorphin release can be a big kickstart to not just your days, but also your life in general and help you massively. So hope you've enjoyed this episode of Process. I'm going to do my best. I will try and do my best to keep these episodes going. If I can, I've got a few podcasts already banked up. Uh, but we might have to take a short little break from the podcast when things start to get busy. I want to try and get to the point where I can do face-to-face podcasts, obviously in the near future with people, rather than trying to consistently put one out every single week. I'd rather make the podcast a little bit better quality, get some good guests on, get one-to-one face-to-face podcasts, get the videos on YouTube uh, and make them a bit better quality. They might just not be as consistent as possible. So bear with me. If there's any topics or any guests that you would like me to get on the podcast, drop me a message. My Instagram link is down in the show notes for the podcast. It's at Brendan Pearson Fitness. If anybody needs help with any training, training programs, help with nutrition, maybe online coaching could be something that you could look into. We work together one-to-one online. It doesn't have to be face-to-face. Obviously, I do do one-to-ones as well. If you are in the Newcastle area, get in touch for that as well. But if you're far away, maybe you're listening from from a different part of the world or a different part of the UK, we can still work together online, one-to-one. And I want to help you not just change yourself physically, but also mentally. And I'm a big believer in the look good, feel good, live good, saying, quote, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, drop me a message for that. And as always, if you could subscribe to the podcast, leave a little review and maybe send the podcast over to a friend just to spread the word, that would mean the world. So thank you very much for listening. This has been Process. Mm -hmm.